Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brandy Points. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where a guy with a film degree and a guy knows how to work a DVD player talk to you about movies. Today is our news episode. We got a lot of trailers to talk about, and uh, we'll tell you why this episode was late. All that and a little more on this episode of Brandy Points. The episode's pregnant. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday fun day? What? Why? I don't, I don't know. I actually was like, oh, are you editing it? Ed, did, editing this tonight and then publishing it tomorrow for Wednesday? Yes. Because by the, by the way, the show post I made for the F9 review now also is inaccurate. Yeah. I said we were only doing it twice. So oh. I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah, listeners. Uh, this has been a pretty wild past seven days. Um, <laughs> that's why we're dropping this on a Wednesday instead of Sunday in between our two reviews. Um, gosh, we were releasing them all over the place. Um, but that's because... <laughs> It's gonna, uh, it's, we're going to get a reset whenever you move. I don't know what week that is. I don't know if that's next week, the week after, or both of those weeks. Uh, we do. We can, if you're up to it, we can do one more movie before I move. Um, but we can talk off mic about that. We'll talk about that off mic tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I got it mixed up in my head, too, because I said next week we were going to be off. But um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so why are we talking to you guys on a Wednesday? And why did our F9 review come out on a Monday? Uh, our missed review is coming out right, uh, right on time tomorrow though. But, uh, so why did, uh, why are we talking to you now? Our 4th of July weekend was a little crazy. Um, no, <laughs> let's preface this. No accidents with fireworks and everyone has all their appendages. Yes. Um, so I mean, well, when, the By day way, we... did you say there it is when I cracked my beer open? I did not hear it. So no, I did not hear. I did not. Um, there it is. <laughs> I can I can't pop my Gatorade bottle. Um, I'll explain why I'm drinking Gatorade too instead of soda. But uh, dude, it looks like you're drinking literal like, like you know like when you have like slush, when it snows, there's like the slush on the side of the road that's like all the dirt and road dirt and like salt and like snowed stuff, and then it like melts and it's like that color. That's what that looks like. It looks like you're drinking gutter water. This is a uh, Gatorade Frost Riptide Rush. It's purple Frost Gatorade. So also, you just tipped it sideways, and I was like, "Man, I hope his lid is on that, because if not, he's gonna dump it all over his keyboard." Oh no, 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 we're good. Um, <laughs> hey, we're recording this episode. Finally, <laughs> destroys computer. Oh my god, that'd be the worst. Um, Jesus Christ, that would that would top off the past forty-eight hours I've had. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But why we're ta- talking today, because um, usually we record these on a Friday, and we're recording this on a Tuesday. Um, fastest turnaround we've had for an episode, too, by the way. Um, yeah. Nick, do you want to kick off why we didn't tape on Friday? <laughs> so Friday's the day that we normally tape. By the way, this is our personal updates segment, obviously. Um, so we normally record on Fridays after I'm done with work. And uh, on Friday... We didn't record because my wife was in the emergency room. Um, everything's fine. Um, it turns out it was just vertigo, but because of a medical condition she has called hydrocephalus, um, if you want a better explanation of what that is, just Google it because I'm going to fumble through explaining what that is. Um, we had to make sure that uh, because of that, that it wasn't something associated with that because if it was, she would have required surgery that day. Um, so we were in the emergency room on Friday from like 1230, one o'clock until about 730, eight o'clock at night. Uh, excuse me. She's fine. Like I said, she's got vertigo or had vertigo. I don't know. What the, uh, God, I don't know what the proper terminology <laughs> is right now, but, um, she's fine. She's got medications in her. She's doing really good. Uh, knock on wood. Um, everyone's, everyone's doing okay. It was a very long day, so I was driving home for lunch, and she called me, and I was, like, halfway home, and she goes, hey, I'm, uh, like, everything's spinning, and I'm having a hard time seeing straight and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, well, you definitely need to go to a doctor or the emergency room, 
And she was like, well, I'm going to talk to so-and-so at work and uh, see what they think because she actually works um, where she works. Uh, people understand her condition much better than I can. So I was like, okay, like, fine, talk about that stuff. And um, she, I was like, call me back because if you have to go to, the, like, the hospital or ER, like, I'm going, like, I'm just going there to meet you. And she goes, okay. So I literally get home. <laughs> Drive drive in our garage, park my car, open the open the fridge, uh, pop open a Mountain Dew, and I like turn around to start like getting ready to make my lunch. Uh, keep in mind, I've only had a Nutrigrain bar at like eight in the morning at this point. And she calls me again. She goes, "I'm uh, that uh, they kind of confirmed I, I should go see a doctor, so I'm going to the ER." And I was like, "All right, I'm coming." And I turned around and just grabbed the Mountain Dew, drove, uh, contacted uh, the people I needed to at work told them the situation and, and they were understandable. They're like, yeah, if your wife's going to the emergency room, dude, like just go. So I went back, picked up a, a couple things I needed and then drove straight to the ER. Um, and then we were there for like six and a half to seven hours and got out at eight. Uh, it, then we were figuring out what we needed to do because her car was there and my car was there and she definitely was not supposed to be driving. <laughs> so we were, I started, uh, calling people and a big shout out to former guest of the podcast, Morgan. Um, he helped me get Kelsey's car back home. Um, but I finally, we, or I finally got dinner slash lunch because I basically just got two very large sandwiches from Burger King and a large fry. And then Kelsey got a sandwich from Burger King and a large fry. And we had dinner at like eight, eight thirty, And I ate my food in like two seconds. Um, Got her home. Me and Morgan went back, picked up the car, and came back home. Or not? Uh, no, we we brought the car home, and then I took him back to his place and drove back home. So I I stepped in my house for like thirty seconds at twelve like twelve twenty in the afternoon, and I didn't actually get done and get to sit down and exhale with everything until like eleven thirty at night. Somewhere in that time frame, <laughs> I texted Dan and was like. Hey, just a heads up in the ER with Kelsey and uh, I'll let you know how it's going. This was at um, like cause one o'clock. Cause, cause, cause we, <laughs> cause we also had been discussing the recording schedule for that evening. So it was more of like, Hey, when the time comes, do not look for me to be on Facebook to answer a video call. Cause I'm going to be busy. And Dan was like, Oh, okay. You know, let me know what happens. So like, we texted for a little bit. He goes, by the way, no pressure about <laughs> brownie bites. And I damn near called and went, no. Well, yeah. Okay. I, so you texted me at one o'clock and I'm like, oh, word. Okay. Like, hopefully it's nothing. Just keep me posted. And then we're just off and on, like, uh, we're just off and on texting each other, like every 30 minutes. And when I tell my parents that she's in the ER, my dad immediately was just like, tell Nick to only worry about his wife. And I'm like, I feel like that's an unspoken thing. Like we're already yeah. on the same page with that. Cause we've had to cancel on each other before, like without saying we're canceling For substantially smaller things. Yeah. Cause we, we get a sense, like we get that sense that it's kind of unspoken, like at a certain time. Okay. Clearly one of us is like sick or busy with something. Some, it's some not the first are time bigger than the show that we don't have to be doing. Yeah. And we don't have to say it, but my dad was getting on me about it, and I'm a grown man. I could do whatever, but I still just go high, go ahead and just like, okay, it's seven o'clock. It and I say in the text, this is uh no duh Sherlock, but obviously it's late enough, and she's still there. Don't let's just touch base later. And then you text back, and you just text back like duh or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just said duh. Well, I was also at that time. I was trying to be the good. I was trying to we, be the good friend and put it on record. Inc incredibly hangry like we actually were talking with a nurse or a doctor and like we both came off as kind of snippy and we're like uh we want to clarify something for you we are not mad at you guys we get that we're in an emergency room and stuff happens um we are just incredibly hungry <laughs> like um that's why we're annoyed but like yeah man it was it was weird because like I'd never uh, when we first started dating like was the last time she had like a medical procedure for her hydrocephalus but like we get there and i was like oh crap like it's either vertigo or it's like that that condition so like maybe she'll need surgery and i'm, I'm sitting there and they're like doing tests and they're like hey, uh can you 
can you lift your leg? Can you lift your other leg? Can you move your arms? Can you move your fingers and toes? Can you move your tongue in this direction? Can you follow my eyes? Can you move your head from side to side? Uh, can you smile? Can you do this? Uh, and uh, do you feel me touching this? Do you feel me touching this? Do you feel me touching this? And I was sitting there and I was like, what are they doing? And then it slowly started dawning me. I was like, oh, they're testing to see if that's a stroke. This is even more possibly serious than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was why Friday was completely out of the window. <laughs> but again, uh, she's fine. Uh, doing good. Responding well to the medication. Um, so everything everything's good there. Um, thank you to all the people that I talked to for your concerns and stuff. Um, and again, Morgan, huge thank you to help me get Kelsey's car back that night. Dude, that I, I was very, I, I was, I was hoping everything was going for the best. I'm glad it did. Like, uh, I just wish I was up in Indy yet, but not yet. Well, that was the thing too, is like when we were trying to figure out how to get your, or get her car, I was like. I was like, all right, the first person I would call, he was out of town. And because you didn't live here yet. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, what about Dan? Dan's an hour away. Throw that out. <laughs> like the first two people I'd call, I was like immediately ruled out. And I was like, okay. And then we just like worked through a list. And it's like, oh my God. Dude. I mean, well, it all worked out. Thank God. Yeah. Like, but next emergency, then, I'll be and there. Then, <laughs> and then we planned. Since we both had Monday off, we plan for recording Monday. But Dan, why don't you say why we didn't record yesterday? Oh, oh, Monday the fifth, yesterday. Uh, oh my God. So I'm doing my thing on the fourth. Um, I'm hanging out with the girlfriend and um, having a good time. I come home. You had a barbecue? Uh, I did not do a barbecue. No. Um, we should have. I mean, we we just kind of we were just doing our thing, just hanging out. Um, we uh. We saw the perch together over the weekend, and uh, we saw my parents for a little bit. Went to lunch with them, and uh, I come back. She knows I have to edit uh, fast review and the missed review, and I'm eating pizza while I'm uh, reviewing or editing them. Oh my god! And, do you remember? Do you remember in uh, in the last dance when Michael Jordan breaks down that the flu game actually was food poisoning from pizza? Oh, dude, don't even. <laughs> I so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name drop who it is. It is a big chain. It's not a local chain. I'm not gonna throw a local chain under the bus. But um, I guess I'm not gonna throw a big chain under the bus either. But um, I will not partake in this big chain. Please don't throw chains under buses ever. Like even in like literal terms. I <laughs> I will not partake in this specific location. Maybe I'll try another location because I do really like this pizza generally. But I don't know what has happened with this place. But I have. This is not my first complaint with them. This is the first time I've gotten sick, though, because I, dear God, like, the first time I had a gripe with them was a couple weeks ago. They, it took 30 minutes to make a pizza that shouldn't have taken 30 minutes. But, um, I, I wake up, um, and listeners, you might hear some thunder because it is starting to storm here. So sorry if you hear that. Um, <laughs> sky cheeks are getting clapped. <laughs> um, so I wake up on the 5th. I'm supposed to go to work. Uh, I wake up when I'm supposed to, and I do not get out of the bathroom for 30 straight minutes. So I'm like, word, I'm going to just go back to bed, set an alarm for 10, see if I can go in for a half day. I wake up at 1030 and think I'm dying. So <laughs> I, um, you have to fill in the blanks on when we texted each other. Cause I was half conscious the rest of the day. I know I got it. It's pretty sporadic. I, I sent you a ton of fast and furious family memes, but you were like me when I had my reaction to my COVID shot. Like you did not text back like at all, dude. When I, when I got out of bed at 10 30, um, I immediately went to the bathroom and threw up, went, uh, went downstairs, just laid on the couch and turned my phone on to listen to a podcast. And, um, I was half listening to the podcast. I, I woke up when it was done, uh, tried to walk around a little bit, got dizzy, went back to sleep and it's just off and on and off and on. Um, I have a relative come over that happened to be in town. Um, she came over to check on me. I'm still just in and out, in and out. I'm trying to text you. I'm get, I'm at the point of dehydration that my legs are starting to cramp. Like I just ran five miles. So 
my legs are now in an extraordinary amount of pain. Uh, my girlfriend comes over, brings me uh, some food, and some drinks, uh, and we we soldiered on. We watched uh, Luca. I was able to stay conscious enough to watch Luca to the best of my abilities, leg cramps and nausea and all. But um, I still think I can give a fairly uh, apt critical review of it uh, when the time's right. But uh, <laughs> it was, dear God, I didn't get to sleep until like 12 because of my legs, but I ended up waking up okay. I'm fine. No excessive trips to the bathroom. But So it was, uh, I don't know if that's mild, if food poisoning just lasts a day. I haven't had food poisoning. I'm not a food poisoning expert. I haven't, I haven't it, had... It could have been, it could have been a stomach bug, I don't know. I've, ooh, I should close my window. Um, I'll do that in a sec, though. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I've, I've said I had food poisoning before for very bad hangovers, and I really wish this was a hangover, because I haven't had a hangover near as obnoxiously painful as this was. I Taco do not, Bell breakfast would have been the cure. I do not recommend food poisoning to anybody, and nor do I recommend going to the specific pizza place that I will not name drop. But uh, yeah, they ruined my Monday the fifth, so that's why we Where didn't take. Never mind. Uh, I will not say I the was... one bike. <laughs> to say other than that, like fourth, you had a good Fourth of July weekend. Oh, I had a fantastic weekend up to that point. I went to the fair again. Uh, I saw the purge. Uh, had uh, uh, had lunch, like I said, with that. My... That is something that actually worked out really well. I actually, me and Kelsey watched Luca Tuesday night, um, and then I watched The Purge Thursday night, and then Kelsey had her uh, her episode on Friday. So it's a good. Th- she even said like we were in the hospital room. First of all, it wouldn't have mattered. I would have prioritized her over movies, obviously. But she's like, well, it's a good thing you went and saw the movies already. Um, and then Fourth of July weekend she insisted that we still go see our families so uh we saw my family on saturday her family on sunday and then just took it easy on monday um i i assumed you i assumed you still went and saw your families because you didn't really tell me otherwise i just assumed she was doing okay i so i went and took her because we got back so late Ooh, give me two seconds close your window yeah give me two seconds to close my window don't write an edit note so, listeners, if you're wondering what Dan is doing, he's walking to the back of the room to close his window. Dan's room is a design of modern. And I'm back. That was really, really loud. <laughs> um, but, uh, so we went to, uh, or I went and dropped off a prescription and came back and I was like, hey, I'm going to give you the prescription. Because they even said, they're like, this is going to make you incredibly tired. Um, so I was, I was on the fence of if we were going to go. And she she took the medication. She's like, oh, I feel fine. So we, I was like, all right, fine. Well, if you're up to it, we'll go. But you can very easily tell me you don't want to, and we'll just stay here. Um, so we went and saw a family then. But other than that, the only other thing is uh, we, a couple things we forgot in the Fast and Furious review. One, uh, Dan, with you having seen the whole series now we actually didn't address this do you feel like you un- you got more out of fast 9 oh did did i not out did i not outwardly answer this question no we didn't ask it we asked that in the pre-tape like goof around and then we went so long we just forgot to do it oh okay oh we have to talk about the other thing because we had yep. this on the uh, that docket was the next one. but <laughs> that was the next thing i was gonna bring up i forgot to write that in my notes um but um uh, well, it's uh, also been nearly a week since we recorded that. Okay, I got that written down so I, for my editing. Um, <laughs> so um, the the specific question: Did I get more out of it because I've seen the other films up to this point now? Yeah. Do you feel Do you feel like you had more? Or are you happy you saw the series before watching the ninth movie in it? I the te- technically the tenth movie in it. In general, I'm glad I had. The, the, the pretense of like everything that built up to this point like just in general i i it's weird to me like dropping into a franchise like in the middle of it like what i did with the purge but um, like people like people with infinity war and endgame complaining that they didn't understand what was going on because they came into the 21st movie of the series yeah i but I think I more or less said this in the review. I'm just trying to remember, but I, I think I said something along these lines too. Um, it's this. It's just the same movie again. <laughs> like this was just. 
I feel like, and I feel like that's what made me more. So what you're saying is you would have felt less ripped off had you not watched the series. I feel like I feel like I would have been a little bit more surprised at certain things that happened. I feel like I I feel like I wouldn't have been as bored because it just followed so many of the same notes and things that I'd seen in the previous like five or six movies. So like. Yeah, I didn't feel like I missed anything that were, like, deep cuts or anything like that. But at the same time, it's just, like, they've not reinvented the wheel, no pun intended. They they just, it's it's recycling all the same things. None of the movies really want to try anything new except Tokyo Drift and, to a lesser extent, Hobbs and Shaw. Like, those are the only two that didn't feel like I was literally watching the same movie over and over again. Okay, so the other thing. We actually forgot to address why we saw this in IMAX. We went to an IMAX screening and we got to see uh, the is it is it a scene or was it like an extended preview or sneak peek or whatever of Jurassic World Dominion? It was a yeah, it was Condominium, an, I don't know. It was an extended preview of Jurassic World 3 Dominion. Yeah. That felt like just someone was like, "Hey, what if we uh what if we made Walking with Dinosaurs without a narrator? I, I'm intrigued by it. It's neat. I I thought the visuals were cool, but I was kind of like, it's just dinosaurs walking around, and then you just see a T Rex walk through a mo- a walk or drive-in movie theater. I thought it was kind of. I mean, with it basically being spoiled that the dinosaurs are now uh, in America, at least if not the entire planet, because I I didn't see Fallen Kingdom. I don't know exactly how it ends or how it implies the dinosaurs are. That's a series we probably won't recap. <laughs> see the newest installment. <laughs> I saw I saw Jurassic World, but I didn't see Fallen Kingdom. But I mean, obviously, like they're now at least in America, and I that premise at face value is kind of intriguing. Like, what if Jurassic yeah. Park? Well, if they broke out at Jurassic Park, however, however they did, like I didn't the island get destroyed or something, and then they had them in a facility, and then the they broke out of the facility. Exploded, if I remember right. Like I think, okay, so I I didn't see the second one in the in the Jurassic World series, but from what I remember from the trailer, they were like, we gotta go save the dinosaurs because the volcano on the island is gonna blow up. I thought that was the first part of the movie, and, we, and then the second half we're gonna of the go movie. Get Chris, is... We're going to go get Chris Pratt because something about getting the Velociraptor blue that he was really close with. And then, like, the second half of the movie, they're, like, auctioning him off as, like, weapons or pets or something. Yeah, like, the all I remember is that the the island being destroyed was just the first part of the movie. Like, unless I'm misremembering, like, the synopsis. Because, again, I mean, neither of us have seen it, but... But now, I mean, at the end of the day, they're now in the real world. So, I mean, we'll they're see what Compton. the end. Well, <laughs> we'll see what the end results are. But I mean, I'm not, I, the visuals look cool. I kind of like that it was like a planet Earth, but with dinosaurs at the start, and then fast forward actually, to. To be honest with you, I actually really liked the beginning part of it. Like, I would like a movie like that, and then maybe like they time travel back and they watch them in person, and their time machine won't let them back, and then. They're like getting eaten. I that'd be more interesting than I because I wasn't blown away by Jurassic World. I thought Jurassic World was kind of dumb, but Jurassic. I think I've said it on here before, but I'm going to go on record. I was actually not excited for the movie, and then the trailer dropped, and I was getting really excited watching the trailer because I was like, "Oh my god, this is cool! This is like this is winning me over. This is going to be neat. This is cool." And then I heard the phrase. So you made another, you made a new dinosaur. And I was like, you lost me because now you're just making it a monster movie and you just are outright admitting you made a monster. Yeah. It was, I don't know. And then I thought it was, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was awesome. I, I honestly found, uh, I found it hilarious when that one woman is like dunked like a crumpet in the water, like six times before the one water dinosaur eats her. I did not watch the second one at all. I have absolutely no idea how that thing got out of that enclosure. Unless, like, I'm guessing, like, the island cracked to the point where it swam out of the enclosure and then swam into the ocean and just went somewhere. Oh, the, the us seeing that in the preview was probably the coolest shot, like, at the end of it when we were seeing all of the, the dinosaurs like, roaming around. It's like, you remember, like, all those, like, ocean photoshops that were going around, like, 10, 15 years ago where, like, the one guy's surfing in a wave and there's, like, a gigantic shark shadow in the wave. 
Yeah. Or like uh people that were like showing like someone like sitting in like a floaty in the ocean and then a giant shark mouth underneath that is swimming up like the Meg tr- like poster. Yeah, yeah. I don't have much to add past that. It's like you remember when that happened? Yeah, it's it's I, I don't know. It's like I said it's it's an intriguing premise. I'm interested to see how they do it. Um I just hope Colin Trevorrow isn't the director again. I know he directed the first one. And I thought he had a hand in the second one, but I'm not impressed with Colin Trevorrow as a director. But um, and I don't care that he had a I don't care that he had a cooler idea for episode nine. Like I he obviously didn't get to go through with it. So I'm not giving him credit for that. Oh, that's that name. Okay. yeah, he I don't know. He's not really impressed me with anything he's done anyway that he actually got to do. But um, I mean, we'll Eh. we'll see next summer because it literally comes out a year from now. Yeah. but uh (laughs) so um the one new story we have um we're keeping it a little short this uh today guys this Uh, this this episode's short and it's also basically us giving personal updates of why everything has been so insane yeah um it helps me in the editing to turn this over to you guys too but uh that aside our first and only story before our litany of trailers uh Richard Donner, the uh, acclaimed beloved director of um, quite a few classics, uh, the original Omen from, I want to say, 70... Son of a bitch. Are you just hitting redial or closing it? Both. Okay. Uh, okay, let's try it again. So our first story before our, or first and only story I should say before our litany of trailers, uh acclaimed uh, and beloved director Richard Donner passed away uh at ninety one yesterday on the fifth. Um I didn't personally see any cause, uh probably natural if I were to guess, but uh he he directed numerous, numerous classic movies. Um the original Omen from 74 or 76. I, I forgot the year, uh, but the original Omen, uh, he directed the the first Superman movie with Christopher Reeve. Uh, he directed the Spielberg produced Goonies and he directed uh, the Mel Gibson movie Lethal Weapon. Uh, just those among many things that he had a hand in and just uh, really made a name for himself in the, uh, in the eighties and the seventies. Um, there's a whole, Nick, there's a whole thing with uh, the Donner cut of the the Superman movies. It was really like the Snyder cut before the Snyder cut, really. Um, I can't remember the specific changes offhand, but I mean, it's a whole thing about Richard Donner's real version of Superman versus what he was forced to put in theaters. But uh, I mean, I don't know. This does, uh, does his, his name stand out to you in any way? Like, does um, or does any of the titles that I just talked about ring a bell for you? Yeah, several of them do. I'm not super familiar with them, but I know who he is now, I guess. So, uh, rest in peace. Hmm. Excuse me. Took a sip of my Gatorade. Um, yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, huge rest in peace to Richard Donner. Uh, and our hearts go out to the Donner family. We just saw that yesterday, and um, I wish we could... I mean, we were talking about it now, but that was um, during one of my few moments of pure consciousness yesterday before few I watched Few moments Luka. of not diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> in one of my few moments of consciousness before watching Luca, I saw you're, that. If you're wondering, if you're wondering how yesterday went for Dan, just uh, watch Dumb and Dumber, and you know the scene I'm talking about. Uh, it was it was bad, and then and then I saw Richard Donner die, and that made me sadder because God, his his resume speaks for itself. That was a he's I don't know if Titan is really the I don't know if Titan I guess I don't know I'm, I'm gonna be nice. He was he really was a Titan and really. I don't know. He made some amazing movies, and it's ninety-one. So, uh, so anyway, uh, our hearts go out to his family. So, trailer talk because we don't have any other news stories. Uh, we have a few trailers that we shared on our wall, uh, but we cherry picked, or I should say, I cherry picked uh, four of them to talk about real quick. The first one on the docket is the Many Saints of Newark. It is the long-awaited prequel film to. The Sopranos from HBO, one of the greatest shows of all time, ran from 99 to 2007. Now, 
14 years later in 2021, we are getting the prequel film. It takes place when young Tony Soprano is in high school and is being uh, tailored, let's say, into the family business by uh, Dickie Moltisanti, the father of Christopher, who you know from the TV series uh, Chrissy. Um, I, I think we've talked about it before. You're not as familiar with The Sopranos as I am, right? Because I've seen I've seen the whole series. Never seen an episode. Oh, you didn't? I want to. I, I'm not avoiding the show. It's just I've never seen it. I should watch it since I have HBO Max, but I've I've not seen it. I'm very interested in the movie, though. I will say that. I really like the trailer, and I think it looks good. But, um, yeah, I've actually not seen an episode of the series. Again, not avoiding it. We just didn't have HBO growing up, and I didn't get HBO Max until last year, and I just keep forgetting to watch it because I keep watching, like, Robot Chicken and Metalocalypse. I will give you a, I will give you a heads up. Every episode feels like a movie. Like, it is deliberately slower paced. Like, every episode doesn't feel like an hour, but in a good way. So, it, you will want to pace it out just because you'll feel exhausted at the end of one episode because so much happens. I feel but, exhausted at the end of every day. <laughs> but, oh my god, it's, it's so... So, from a non-Sopranos fan standpoint, you uh, you are intrigued. Like, you want to know these characters and see what this... Well, very, very intrigued. I'm very interested in this movie. Did you know that... James Gandolfini's son is playing Tony Soprano in this. No, but he's he died, right? He died, yeah, in 2014 or 13. Okay. Was it who's the guy that plays Big Pussy? Oh, I don't remember his name. Is he still alive? I think he is. Yeah. Is is James Gandolfini like the one main character that died from that show, like actually died from that show? Yeah, he he was the central character, Tony Soprano, and he died of, a, I want to say, a heart attack in 2013. Wait. That's sad. But <laughs> to go back to a show that we talked about randomly for some reason a couple months ago quite a bit, in Secret Life of the American Teenager, the main male interest in the show, Ben, his dad... Is his dad in this show? I have I, I cannot say. I have no idea. You have to uh, look that on. up. Yeah, I was I'm looking it up right now. I was mainly asking because I wanted to know if you could tell that he was James Gandolfini's son. Like if you could see any resemblance to him Le- in his face. Leo Leo Boykovich. Did you write who or not that necessarily you would know who he was playing in the trailer. Um, is he this character, Hang on though? a second. I want to see what this actor's name is. Uh, Steve Sharipa? Sharipa? This guy. Oh, Steve Sharipo. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's Big Pussy. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Or no, wait, wait, wait. Hold him, hold him up again. I think that's, I'll say, I, I'm pretty sure, I think that's him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. Wait, I'm going to look up who that is, big. I'm going to make sure to put Sopranos for my search <laughs> history. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, I, I, I think no, that's him. No, that's uh, Vincent Pastore. Oh, okay. Uh, no angry emails, please. Sorry, guys. I haven't watched the show in a long time, so... <laughs> I've never seen it, so I'm even less to blame. I I, I don't put it better than Breaking Bad. And, and I want to put it out there. Not avoiding it. I actually think it looks good. I just, like I said, didn't get any HBO access until last year, and I just kind of forgot until recently that it was on there. But for the purposes of this, it does. you do want to see it. Not even for the purposes of this, just in general. I'm I'm really interested. I really like mobster movies. I I'm dude. I'm I don't, I I seriously doubt I'm gonna get a binge of the series before then. But I'm super duper pumped to see it. Um, I will try to go out of my way to see it in the theater too, not just to see it on HBO. But um, but yeah, dude, mm, super pumped. The next trailer that we have on. <laughs> oh here... Oh god. <laughs> the next trailer that we have on here. Um, I didn't say it in personal updates, but I actually already saw this movie. Um, cause I like to watch movies that aren't for the show on my downtime. Uh, the ice road. 
<laughs> the Ice Road, starring Liam Neeson. Uh, you saw this trailer. I want to know what you think of this Ooh. movie versus what I thought of it. When actually, it was over. I take that. I take that back. I only saw like a clip of the trailer. I never actually saw the whole movie. But I'm just gonna ask you stuff about this movie. Oh please, yes, because I sat through all 90 minutes of this pile of garbage. Uh <laughs> so you watched The Gray, right? Yeah, I saw The Gray a while ago. Yeah. I watched this trailer and I was like, this is just the gray, but he's on an ice road and it's a truck, not a plane crash. Uh, Am I right? Uh, he, not really. He doesn't crash oh. the truck and is stuck on a pile of ice fighting the, the, the wilderness of just being on an ice slab. Oh, I just, I, I thought it was they get out of the truck and they realize the road's going to crack and they're going to die. So it's like a race against time to get off the ice. That's only a small part of the movie. There's a bigger, like, okay, so this this mine has this big... You can spoil it. I, I don't care if it ruins this movie for listeners based on what you said, because it sounds terrible, and the fact that I don't know if I'll ever watch it, but oh, you can it's... spoil it for me. If you care about any spoilers for this movie, don't listen, but if you care about spoilers for this movie, watch better movies. I will, oh my god, I, I will still be tempted with certain details but basically this mine has like a big i think methane explosion or uh, uh whatever canary in the coal mine it has a big explosion and like 30 people are trapped and so they have to cap the 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 gas that's in it but they don't have the piece of machinery for it and they're mining in april so they have to, so that means these truckers that have to cut across this ice road a man-made cut through this giant through this giant slab of ice uh they have to take this ice road to get there more directly, but because it's out of season, because it's April, it's very, very dangerous, and no one wants to do it because no one wants to die driving on the ice. But except Liam Neeson. Yeah, and I'm not talking about his character. I'm talking about Liam Neeson, the person. <laughs> he's like, you know what? If this lets me through and I die, I'm cool with it. So I'm Liam... kidding. I don't. I don't know if he's like that. So Liam Neeson gets recruited by Lawrence Fishburne. And he takes along his special needs brother and then this other sassy chick. Dude, what's with Lawrence Fishburne taking really weird roles lately? I, you would think he has more clout than that to pass on crap like this, but. Did he run out of Matrix money? I, dude, I swear to God, like, I'll, I'll leave it from there uh, in terms of plot. Like, he gets recruited by Liam and, or he gets recruited by Lawrence and then they go do their thing and then chaos ensues and there's a big twist at the end and like it's it's oh it's so dumb though i swear this movie had had like a million dollar budget because the visual effects are terrible the the dialogue is awful this had to have been the only pass on this screenplay because the dialogue is so bad i feel like liam neeson like owed somebody on this crew a favor and just agreed to do this movie out of pit or not <laughs> not pity he owed but... them a blowjob and they were and he was like what if i just do this movie for you can we call it even oh oh my god dude it, he seems so disinterested in doing this movie watching it like he seems so phoned in and it doesn't help his dialogue is terrible like i it, it, it can't make our list because we didn't both watch it but it's it's up there with thunder force it could if one of us picks it before the end of the year it's awful dude it is so bad it's it's definitely a cookie for me on that movie it's it's up there with thunder force is one of the worst films i've seen this year <laughs> if you want to watch it if you want to watch it i i'll suffer for you for it but i am not watching it again just on i mean because i already watched it on a whim but if if you pick it i will soldier through it again you want to know something funny about ice road trucking the day I dislocated my knee, I remember my family was watching Ice Road Truckers on TV. I dislocated my knee and then spent a couple hours in the emergency room watching Ice Road Truckers waiting for them to figure out what was going on. <laughs> I bet that would have been more thrilling than this stupid movie was. Um, but yeah, I... You want to hear a really funny story about that, actually? Um, this wasn't this This wasn't me, so we were waiting for me to go back. I was sitting in a wheelchair, and this lady wheels in. This other lady in a wheelchair, and it's an obvious foot injury. She's propped up. They got ice on her foot, and it looks swollen. And this lady wheels around. And now this is not a nurse. This is her friend. That's an important distinction right now. And they wheel her up to, like, the sign-in desk for the ER, and you hear, Ow. Ow. <clears throat> Ow. And then you hear the lady wheeling her and go, Oh, yeah apparently 
she was pushing the lady up to the sign-in desk and hitting her foot on the desk and she just kept pushing her into it like why won't this go in oh yeah her foot sticking out and i was like how often do you come to the emergency room you forget why you're there <laughs> That's a that's a stand-up nurse there. <laughs> no pun again, intended. <laughs> not again, not a nurse. This was her friend wheeling her in. Oh, sorry. I thought okay. <laughs> Jesus Very Christ. important distinction. Her dumbass friend was ramming her friend's foot into the thing. Oh, that's so funny. Jesus Christ. Um Well, anyway, let's go on to our next trailer. Uh Clifford, the big red dog. Dude, ugh. We already had Tom and Jerry come out this year, and I watched it, and it's animated animals misadventuring in New York City. We get another one, but instead of a cat and mouse, it is a giant-ass dog. I, dude, it, okay, it looks, like, harmless, kid-friendly, like, it's, we, I, I don't know, it doesn't have the same vibe that Dora, but, like, it'd be fun to watch like we did with Dora. It's a, it's a big... It's a big CG dog. You're already resigning to the fact that you're gonna hate this. Dude, there's no point in us watching it. I'm, I'm, it, and maybe we'll have to end up watching it because I said that, but it's, it's got the adorable kid that's like, oh, Clifford, you're, you're just a big dog, careful. And then the dad that's over animated, just like, oh, it's a big dog. And like, it's got the pop music in the background. And does he deliver his lines like that? He delivers one. If, if I go, if I pick this movie and we watch it and I hear, oh, it's a big red dog. I'm going to laugh harder than Dom throwing that truck dude it's it's so sappy at the start because he's so little oh, spoiler alert i think maybe for fast nine <laughs> it's so dude it starts out so sappy they find the cutest little red dog and she's like i want this i hope you get big so the world isn't that scary first for all, us first of all who finds a red dog i don't dude i don't know Ugh. she like she holds it and it's like, just like i hope you're that's, get a, big. that's the crazy thing to me about clifford is they're like he's a big red dog He's incredible, even if he's not big. Dude, she literally cries on him after she says, I hope the, you get big so the world's not scary for us. And her tear, like, makes him glow a little bit. And then the next morning, he's a big-ass red dog. And it's like... <laughs> you know, this movie, If they, I wonder if they're going to make it realistic. Like, first of all, I want to comment. I, I didn't see the movie or the trailer. I actually only saw a still from this. And the dog looks just as bad as I remember in the teaser. And he he still looks bad. He still looks very and bad. I just want to know, like, are they going to try and make this realistic? Because if they're going to make this realistic, the army for sure will try to weaponize him. He, like, for sure. He's getting a minigun turret mounted collar. He's getting... Uh, <laughs> He's getting he's getting claymores like put it to the bottom of his feet so when he steps it just blows blows people up like they will weaponize the hell out of Clifford the Big Red Dog if this is made realistically. He does lick a pug so hard that the pug goes into his mouth and he has to spit the pug out. That's in the trailer. Does someone say get the pug out of his mouth? <laughs> Dude, I this this, this is awful. This well, what's funny? Like I remember Dora. Like being like you were like you were so against it. Like this reminds me of how much you were against Dora. But like, I agree. I don't see a glimmer of hope of something redeemable or enjoyable in this movie. It just looks like a really terrible kids movie that also visually will be terrible. If this does pull a Dora, I'd be shocked. But the fact that it's an actual little kid and like, it's I, I don't know. Nothing about this makes me feel like it's going to pull a door. I think this is a straightforward G-rated. This is a big dog movie. Like, God, I. It, what if it was? What if? What if the off chance it was PG thirteen because they get to use one F word in this obviously <laughs> made for kids movie? And there's some guy that's like, that's a big dog, dude. This makes me think of how against Clifford Louie was. Because he was his his whole bit was, I hate reading my children Clifford the Big Red Dog. I hate him. There's no plot. It's all look how big this dog is. Look how big he is by the fire truck. Look how big he is by this house. That's all it is. <laughs> really, really, it's just an artist that couldn't figure out how to do scale, and then spilled ink, and then they were like, "That's a book." Yeah. 
I no. I, look, I remember having Clifford the Big Red Dog books, and I liked them, but I also was like five, and yeah. I like pretty much anything that was shapes and colorful when I was five. Dude, I hard pass. I hope we don't watch this movie, but now they put they... it out there. I don't know. Like, I feel like someone could super like once the movie comes out, make like a super cut of a trailer that like is like Cujo, except it's just Clifford. Oh, that's gonna happen. You know, there's gonna be a Cujo Clifford supercut eventually, if there isn't one already out there. <laughs> I mean, Cujo's already covered in red, but I mean, like people died. Yeah. There, what there's... if that's what it was? Is like she like okay? So you said she like cries. She's like I hope you get to be a, a big, so the world's not so scary for us. And he like grows giant, but like he gets more red the more people he steps on and kills. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> like Morgan Freeman and his freckles. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would just be awesome. It's just like Clifford the Big Red Dog stars in, oh, God, oh, no, oh, my God, we got to put him down. Dude, Clifford versus Curious George. Like, somehow Curious George becomes, like, a mecha George. Like He comes in like King Kong. No, no, no. Here's what it is. You know Kong versus Godzilla? Well, we're about to get Curious George versus Clifford the Big Red Dog. But yes. Curious, Curious George, like, uh... What was it? The man in the yellow hat? Yeah. Like, he gives him his hat, and it's it has, like, a Frosty the Snowman effect, except it makes him, like, tall. And then Clifford the Big Red Dog is just humongous, and they fight each other to the death. And then there's, like, one guy, and he's like, that's a big effing dog. I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm <laughs> trying to think of, like, way more entertaining versions of that movie that's going to come out. Oh, my God. Anything. It's probably more entertaining what this is going to be. What if they make, like, what if this is, like, the start of, like, the children's book movie universe? And they're like, next up, we got the Berenstein Bears. And, like, they they don't do, like, the country bears thing where they just have people in bear suits like Disney did. Or they don't, and they don't, like, put peanut butter in the mouths of bears and just make them talk. And they don't do, like, the Lion King where they just, like, make super photogenic, realistic bears. They actually make them kind of like the cartoon. <laughs> and it's but like they're supposed to look like realistic cartoons i don't know where i was going with this point i i i don't either i i'll take it though here's here's a blank check go make this uh, <laughs> um i come back i come back and you're like hey didn't you used to not own a truck yeah also you're not getting your movie <laughs> <laughs> god um uh, here, how about we have one last trailer? Uh, Don't Breathe 2. This is the last trailer we're talking about today. Um, did you see Don't Breathe 1? Do you remember that movie? No, I always wanted to, um, and I, I just never did. I don't really have an excuse for not seeing it. I've just never gotten around to Like, I'm not avoiding it. Uh, similar to Sopranos, I just I haven't seen it. Um, I kind of know, know what the twist of that movie is. Um. In fact, it's actually, I, I will say this, it's very similar to The Mist. For not having seen it, I know what the twist is, and I kind of, like, I know a lot of key points in that movie. Um, okay, so, so, I find so you it, know he was the villain in the first movie, right? Yeah, that's what I found <laughs> interesting was, like, in this movie, they're like, they came after him. And I was like, yeah, because he's a criminal. Like, he's doing bad stuff. Yeah, this guy was the bad guy in the last movie, and now he's the hero this- trying to save his granddaughter? Like what the this hell? guy, this guy was as equally bad for sa- the same reasons to Thanksgiving dinner as uh, Deliverance was because he ruined turkey basters. Dude, like, I mean, I'll, I'll give it. Also, a sh- think about like how much that is to like how much of that he put in a turkey baster. Like that's not like one go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that I'll- dude. That dude at some point is just cranking that out. Like, hours of just <laughs> pulling taffy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, like, you like walk up to his house, and you're like, I think that I want to be a door-to-door salesman this guy. And you just, like, you're like, all right, I'll come back in, like, three hours. And you hear... Three hours later, you're like, good God, does he ever stop? No, because he has turkey basters to fill. <laughs> <clears throat> My God. Dude, okay, I 
I'm willing to give this movie a shot because it's still from Fetty Alvarez and uh, the co-writer of the last film. Um, I can't remember his name, but that guy's directing this instead of Fetty this time, which I don't know if that's going to be a drastic difference, but he still had a hand in the first film and I liked the first film. I thought it was really good. I just, I, I don't, I don't know why we flipped the, the, I don't know why we flipped him to the good guy this time though. That's what's really throwing me for a loop. Yeah, that was really confusing. They're like, he just wants a quiet life. And I'm like, he's the he's the villain. Like, he, kid, he kidnapped somebody and kept him in his basement. And put a turkey baster full of his sperm in them. Yeah. Um, sorry for ruining that twist if you haven't seen that movie, but it's old. Um, but, uh, <laughs> like, the thing that I, I found weird about this trailer is, again, I've not seen the movie, but from what I know about the movie and what I remember about, like, the advertising for it, it felt more, like, horror-y. And then I saw this trailer and I was like, is this just blind John Wick? Like, is this Daredevil? Like, what is this? This was like, uh, oh, um, kind of like a blonde, a blind taken sort of like, I, this is, it's just so weird. Like it's completely rewriting. Like we're supposed to be sympathetic for the guy that was trying to kill teenagers that just happened to break into his house on a whim. Like taken they, in not so plain sight. It, <laughs> that's a good one. That's funny. <laughs> I was waiting for a pause. There. I thought about that. Like almost as soon as you said taken. That's so funny. I, I, I mean, I'll, like I said, I'll see it. I just, I don't know. It's, it's a weird way to take the movie, but I, I trust Fetty and his other, and his co-writer. Cause I mean, like I said, I liked the first don't breathe. I thought it was pretty good. And Stephen Lang was great as the villain, but now we're cheering for him. I, I don't know. I can't get over that. That's the only thing I took from this trailer. Other yeah, that's than so strange. Other than it, it, it looks good. Like I, I want to know, I want to know how they like try and pitch that in this movie too. Like, how are they going to be like? No, seriously, like it's sad for him. This had to all be good clout from the first one because the first one was a critical and financial success, as far as I remember. I think it made profit, and I know critics liked it. It did have a very high Rotten Tomato score, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have much else on this other than I. It's just shocking to say the least. Yeah, that same. It's, I was. Its I premise was surprised. is different. I was surprised to see that they played him up to be the hero. Oh, bonus recommendation because I just thought of it. Uh, the Stephen Lang because of Stephen Lang being the, the 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 main star of this one, he was in this independent horror film that I watched while I was, while I was on COVID on Shutter called VFW. And yes, Veterans of Foreign War is what that's short for. But VFW, he plays a guy in a VFW bar with a bunch of his other Vietnam War buddies and a bunch of uh, drug peddling teenagers. Uh, try to break in and murder all of them because someone that stole their drugs happened to run into that bar for safe haven. And it is violent as hell, and it's a bunch of, bunch of fun. So if anyone's on Shudder, watch VFW for another good Stephen Lang movie. But uh, with that, that is all we got. Um, oh, no, it's not. Uh, also, as we record this, my Cardinals are playing Dan's Giants in a series of baseball this week so there's that we are they we are won they... we won the first game and then the second game's tonight and third game's tomorrow did they did they wear the fog jerseys yet no i don't know when they're wearing those um i don't think they're wearing them this series because they usually premiere it and then like give the heads up hey we're, we're, we're wearing it in like a week or two or something but those jerseys are those jerseys are cool but like i actually really like the hat having like the golden gate bridge real big on the side Dude, I, in one of my other moments of barely consciousness, I saw that on Twitter and I geeked out really hard because those jerseys are, oh, their jerseys are so sick. I love them. Would you rather have that or a brown eye jersey? Dude, don't, don't, don't make me choose. I, I adore both those jerseys so much. <laughs> I'm not a Washington Nationals fan, but I love Max Scherzer's jersey so much. <laughs> He's still with the Nationals, isn't he? For now. Okay, I, I don't want a blue-eye jersey, just to make it clear. I want a brown-eye jersey. I don't care that he used to go by blue-eye. He now has to own brown-eye, because that is absolutely hilarious. He wore that last year. <laughs> uh, and I, I low-key want one of those. But anyway, that's all we got for the news, guys. Uh, we are going to take a very brief break, and we'll remind you what uh, we got coming up uh, tomorrow for our second review. Uh, so we'll be right back. 
All right, everybody. Thank you. Are you okay? <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> yeah, I had to cough out the fugue. I thought you were screaming into the mic for a second. <laughs> no. I breathed in really awkward to say fugue, and then I coughed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so, guys, thank you so much for your patience in this. Uh, we didn't want to take two weeks off in a row, so uh, thank you for bearing with us in our very, very weird schedule. Um, we have our review for The Mist coming out tomorrow. Um, that is still happening. I did get that edited before I got sick. So um, Wait, that, when's that one coming out? Literally tomorrow the 8th. Okay, so Thursday? Okay. Yeah, tomorrow the 8th. So that's still coming out as scheduled. And I had it mixed up when I spoke last about this. Uh, we should, because uh, I'm not moving for another week, we should have reviews for you uh, the following week. Uh, we'll talk about it off mic. Um, we should have reviews for you next week. Uh, but Are you talking we... about the Luca ones? Like Luca and... Because oh. this is this is for this week. Yeah, no, we do have we do have reviews coming to you next week. I'm talking about the week after the week that because we record these a week out. Uh, we should have reviews for you technically the week that I'm moving, but then after that we're gonna go on a blackout for a week. Um, but we'll talk off mic about what's coming up in two weeks. We do have reviews coming for you next week. Uh, you'll hear what they are in the best tomorrow. So just if anything comes up, we'll. Stay in touch with you on social media. Uh, we're trying very, very hard to have a regular Ugh. schedule. <laughs> we're trying to keep up with our regular schedule. That's what I'm trying to say. But should anything happen, we'll do again. But yeah, we are going to go black here in a couple weeks because I'm moving. But outside of that, we should be smooth sailing, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, we do have reviews coming out next week. The week after that, we should have reviews for you. And then we're going to go into blackout. So that's what we got going on in the next three weeks. Uh, but yeah. Again, thank you so much for bearing with us. Thank you, Iowa Marfin and Fugue, for the music as usual. <sighs> Nick, remind everybody where they can reach out to us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, I don't want to say the tags because, frankly, it's the middle of the week. I don't want to do that. Uh, I've got to do that <laughs> a bunch of times tomorrow. BrianDayPointsGodDescendedByGmail.com uh, <laughs> is the email. Brian, uh, send us Brandy Bites ideas, topics to discuss, contents to do, movie trailers to review, and all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, send us, uh, movies or whatever, you know, the drill. I say this like a million times each week. Um, and then also leave us reviews, whatever platform you listen to us on best way to help us grow. If we get them, I'll read them on air. I'm not looking tonight cause we're recording tomorrow, so I don't want to waste stuff. So yeah, back to you. Well, and everyone can hear where they can reach out to us on the mist tomorrow as well. So <laughs> yeah. And, and we're on letterbox somewheres. So yeah, I've been meaning to put my definitive ranking of uh, the Fast and Furious films on there, too. I just keep forgetting to. Um, so I will do that eventually. And I, I'll i talk about all the movies that I have seen outside of the show on there, too, if I ever remember. I do have this app still. And I told you, Shane, devoted listener, I told you, Shane, I knew I was going to fall off the wagon with Letterboxd eventually. So. <laughs> uh, also, happy birthday, because his birthday was recently. Yes. Happy birthday, Shane. Sorry about that. Uh, I would have said something on social media, but I was very, very sick yesterday. So <laughs> I hope I hope you had a fun birthday, unless it involved drinking games, and then I, I hate drinking games. <laughs> Guys, we will continue to be here in your ears on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.com, and all other major podcasting platforms here and around the globe. Foreign listeners, we know you're out there, and we really appreciate your listens. So thank you so much. Uh, uh. So far, this year has been better than 2020, but it will only get better if you wear your masks and uh, wash your hands and open your ears and your hearts, give a damn about each other, and then go ahead and get your vaccine. We did. We feel great. We love being out in the world, and we want you to be out there, too. Uh, join in curbing this pandemic with us, and you know that is... Curb the virus's enthusiasm. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, let's... <laughs> Let's all do our part to to get to get life back on track. And getting your vaccine is a massive, massive part of it. So go ahead and do that. We got a review of the mist tomorrow, uh, and you will hear what we are going to be reviewing next week at the end of that episode. Uh, as like I said, we'll have reviews next week, probably the week after that, and then uh, we'll be going black for my move. So thank you so much, guys. Thanks again for your patience. We'll see you later. Pat Maroon, can you please win the Stanley Cup tonight again so that I can? be excited about you winning the Stanley Cup.
I, so I went and took her because we got back so late. Ooh, give me two Go seconds. Go close to, your window. Yeah, give me two seconds to close my window. Don't write an edit note.